Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So what I'm planning on doing periodically as we approach the election and then during the election campaign is air a review of what we know and should remember about the records and behaviors of the major political party leaders. Sometimes as well, we'll uh, look at some highly placed would-be cabinet ministers, and then we'll discuss that with another prominent Canadian. So we're going to begin today with the Prime Minister and review the baggage Mr. Trudeau is saddled with as we approach a federal election call, and then we'll be speaking with the former Premier of British Columbia, Ujal Dessange, who of course was also the Federal Minister of Health in the Jean Chrétien Liberal government. So, Mr. Trudeau, some of the issues that he carries with him, three parliamentary ethical investigations, twice he's been found guilty of violations. His scandals include multiple trips to private islands of the Aga Khan, who lobbies the federal government of Canada. He interfered, of course, with Jody Wilson-Raybould. At the time of the SNC-Lavalin scandal, when Trudeau didn't want SNC-Lavalin to be prosecuted, and he bullied Jody Wilson-Raybould, she told us that on this program, as he attempted to direct the Attorney General into demanding federal prosecutors st- drop criminal indictment against SNC and instead negotiate a deferred prosecution agreement. Now remember, Mr. Trudeau had initially declared a Globe and Mail story on the scandal to be false. The allegations in the Globe story this morning are false. Uh, neither the current nor the previous Attorney General uh, was ever directed by me or by anyone in my office uh, to uh, take a, a decision uh, in this matter. So remember that the current ethics commissioner, parliamentary ethics commissioner, convicted Mr. Trudeau of ethics violations in that regard and in the manner in which he treated Jody Wilson-Raybould, whom he then silenced, as well as Federal Minister of Health Jane Philpott, eventually kicking them out of the Liberal caucus because they clearly indicated they didn't have trust in the man. He also then angered Selena Caesar Chavan, who was on this program, to talk about exactly that. I asked her about being the parliamentary uh, secretary to the prime minister and what happened. One of, what were some of the reasons that she decided to leave, to leave the Liberal Party, to leave the Liberal caucus and sit as an independent? Listen. In 2015, telling the Prime Minister I didn't want to be tokenized, I was the only black female elected. He assured me that that wasn't the case, and I I believe that. But 2016, the whole year, was an embarrassingly tokenistic role that I played, only being asked to go to black events. Trudeau was also accused by a female National Post reporter of unacceptable behavior toward her when he was 27. His commentary essentially was, people experience things differently. Twice at least, Mr. Trudeau has appeared in blackface and won't answer whether there were more occasions that he accuses Canada and Canadians of being nationally racist. He abstained from a parliamentary vote declaring China to be guilty of genocide against Uyghurs. He refused to speak supportively of Iranian the Iranian Green Movement in 2018 when the people of Iran took to the streets to challenge the theocratic government in Tehran. He's refusing now to criticize or sanction the communist regime in Cuba as the Cuban people are rising against their oppressive government. Yet Mr. Trudeau did write a glowing tribute about Cuba's dictator Fidel Castro on Castro's death. He arbitrarily delivered $10 million to convicted terrorist Omar Khadr, declaring Khadr would have received more. Had the case gone to court, no way Trudeau could have done that. 
Meanwhile, when uh, a CAF veteran confronted Mr. Trudeau at one of his town halls and challenged the prime minister on the federal government taking veterans to court, Mr. Trudeau's response, people remember, was veterans want more than we can give right now. Vice Admiral Mark Norman was publicly criticized by Mr. Trudeau, who again publicly mused the admiral may be found guilty in a criminal court. Meanwhile, Admiral Norman, the former head of the Royal Canadian Navy, had done what? Well, he converted a freighter into a critically necessary naval supply ship and had brought the ship conversion in on time and under budget. Trudeau and his cabinet were angry at Admiral Norman for not using the shipyard they wanted. When the prosecutor received the documentation on the charge, she immediately threw in the towel. Instead of being prosecuted, Admiral Norman found the charge against him stayed, never to see a courtroom again, and the Trudeau government negotiated a settlement with Admiral Norman that included a non-disclosure agreement. Keep the Admiral from sharing his story with Canadians. When the Parliamentary Ethics Committee was closing in on Mr. Trudeau over the wee charity scandal, he prorogued Parliament. And here's what Jody Wilson-Raybould said to me when I asked her about the title of her book, which is coming out in a month, Indian in the Cabinet. Listen. I was incredibly proud um, to serve over three years as the Minister of Justice. I came to that role with a different world view, um, being a proud Indigenous person. The word Indian um, used in the title of my upcoming book is is something that I experienced in being treated like an Indian versus a proud Indigenous person. Jody Wilson-Raybould, who unfortunately will not be running in the upcoming election for Vancouver Granville, uh, she was a bright light in Canada's parliament. Ujjal Dessange is the former Premier of British Columbia and former Federal Minister of Health. As I said, I th- we've become friends, eh, Ujjal? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. We've had some great conversations off the air, and I, I told you, if you ever run for office again, I've got to be honest with people here, not only will I vote for you, but I'll campaign for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> not running, not running. All right. So that aside, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to convince you to to be on side with me with what I said about the, the the prime minister. But I really believe that leadership is so important. Party leadership is so important in an election, and it, it, too frequently we we don't talk about the issues that point toward, or at least the issues that we should talk about that personally are about. The leader. So what I had to say about, first of all, do you agree with that? And then secondly, what do you think of what I had to say about Mr. Trudeau? Well, I mean, I, I, I had forgotten some of the um, uh, issues that you raised, um, because obviously, you know, um, there have been many um, difficulties that he has faced with respect to the ethics issues. Um, one that stood out um, uh, most for me um, who, in fact, were the Mark Norman case, and as well as uh, how uh, Wilson Raybould uh, was treated, um, because as a former Attorney General, I felt very strongly that uh, she was right. Whether she handled herself publicly appropriately or not, what she was doing and how she was trying to separate uh, a prosecution from political interference was the most appropriate thing to do. And And I believed, and I said then, the Prime Minister's office um, and Prime Minister himself had acted wrongly, and obviously 
they fired um, the um, they fired uh, fired uh, Jerry Butts. Um, uh, and on on Mark Norman, I, I thought that was an absolute travesty. Um, he was publicly hanged in a sense, uh, even before the prosecution had begun, and then you know it never it never commenced. Now, and Mr. Trudeau publicly mused that uh, Mr. Norman, that the admiral might in fact be found guilty in a court. That to me, that you're the former attorney general. Well, well, that, well, that's what I mean when I say he was publicly hanged. Yeah, but but isn't there a legal implication potentially there when you, if you do that? Um, well, Mr. Norman may have um, uh, had a libel uh, case um, against Mr. Trudeau, but that may be part of the settlement. Obviously, I don't know the terms of the settlement. Mm-hmm. If uh, if we talk about... I, I, I call it the baggage car. I could probably come up with something a little more eloquent than that. But if we talk about a baggage car of issues that leaders trail with them into elections, political party leaders, and I don't for a moment uh, fail to realize that if you're in the public eye, the things that you're going to do and you're going to say are going to resonate, and uh, your enemies are going to take advantage of them, and your friends will try to make sure they are parked somewhere and they're not brought out into the light again. But when you compare, if you compare Mr. Trudeau's uh, baggage car with that of other prime ministers, uh, and you worked with Jean Chrétien, who was a very controversial yeah, guy in his own way. No, with Paul Martin. Paul, um, Paul Martin, yeah. But you were, you were, in, uh, you were in, in government when Chrétien was prime minister, right? Well, I was the premier. I, I've met Mr. Chrétien several times, had right. several lunches with him personally, um, and you know, we, we were in very good terms. Um, obviously, he had a long record. I mean, he'd been in government for so long and then prime minister for so long. Uh, th- there's no question that Mr. Trudeau's issues um, go far beyond the number of issues that um, unethical uh, or e- issues around ethical questions um, that Mr. Trudeau has faced are quite a few, quite many more than um, Mr. Gretchen ever faced. Yeah, it's, dur- it's disturbing, is it not? When I was putting this list together, and it goes on, I mean, I could have added to it, but when when you when I was putting it together, I thought, well, this is a lot of this. This is way too much here. And in previous years, previous times, politicians would have resigned over less. No, I I think so. I mean, particularly the um, the um, Norman case uh, and and the Raybould case. Those two issues uh, were quite serious. Um, I didn't think the blackface issue merited resignation, but I, I, you know, I don't believe Mr. Trudeau is a racist. Um, but obviously, um, he didn't know how offensive um, it was, and um, those uh, episodes weren't. I, I don't believe they, they were that old. Um, one was when he was a teacher in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think that ultimately people um, judge political leaders based on who else is in the running. And and I think that as um, one of your former uh, uh, talk show hosts, Rafe Mayer, used to say, you don't have to be uh, 10, you just have to be better than the other guy. 
So I think in, in terms of comparison, um, he, he still would have an edge uh, going into the campaign. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't doubt it. Let me ask you this. What is it like when you're a party leader, when you're a premier, when you're a federal minister of health, when you're a federal politician who is considered as material to be prime minister? And I know there were people who were very intent on having you uh, run for the Liberal Party and run, and, 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 and run to become prime minister of this country. What is it like to live with that kind of spotlight on you where, where some guy like Roy Green can go on the radio and say, here's what this dude did over the last six years? What's that like? Well, it's, it's living um, under a spotlight, and uh, it, it's almost like living in a glass house. Um, people can see um, everything you do. There's no privacy. Um, you, 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 know, you make mistakes. Um, and if they're honest mistakes, people um, tend to forgive you. But people are uh, unforgiving if you make serious mistakes, as they ought to be. Yeah, but it is it is difficult to be constantly um, uh, on the spot on issues, um, and and occasionally one loses one's temper, which I did once. <laughs> so those are you know issues that um, when you're in leadership. It is very, very difficult and it's very challenging. And uh, to last this long as prime minister, um, you know, it's an accomplishment for him. So I I, I don't take anything away from that. Yeah, if if there was, uh, if if you were going to give some, let me ask you this then, uh, just thoughts are developing. I sound like tuna now. Thoughts are developing (laughs) while I'm speaking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have that clip. Play it. Find it for me, will you? Um, no, you don't need to. Well, it's okay. If you were to give a, if you're to give advice to somebody thinking about entering political life, somebody who has a profile, maybe locally, provincially, or nationally, and they came to you and they said, "Should I do this?" What would you say? I would. I would. I would say two things. Um, you know, um, search your own background. Remember your life. Is there anything that you wouldn't want to see on the front page of the Globe and Mail or uh, headlining the television news at 6 o'clock in the evening? If you can pass that test, um, go ahead. Um, but it's challenging. Um, you know, it, some people go into politics for the glory of it. Politics is hard labor 24-7. Um, but if if you want to be effective, if you if you're in there for the right reasons, then there's really no rest as long as you are in public office. And what effect? My final question for you: What effect has the political life that you lived had on you, and what effect does it still have on you now that you're out of politics? Well, you know, the effect it had was I spent a lot of time away from my children uh, and from my spouse. They were kind uh, and very supportive, particularly my spouse was very supportive. My children were going to school at that time. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Um, the long-term impact uh, is sort of the fatigue, you know, when you, like I was elected for 17 and a half years. Right. Federally um, uh, and provincially, and that's a long time in yeah. one's life. So, so there is a bit of a fatigue that you feel. 
if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 